my sisters, you know we are coffee stands here at OKSIS, and of course, a major proponent of propelling women forward. So what if we told you that your morning coffee could support girls going to school? With Goran Goza Coffee's Girls Run the World blend, you can do just that. Girls Run the World Blend, I'm so down. Each bag equals a day of education for a young woman in Mozambique. And as you ladies know, my husband has been getting super into coffee over here at my house during quarantine. So he made a nice, rich, incredible pour over with the Girls Run the Coffee World Blend. And we can say quality is A++. So obviously we got you sisters a deal so you can start your morning right with quality coffee while also making an impact in women's education. Use code OKSIS, that's O-K-A-Y-S-I-S, for 20% off your first order at gorongozacoffee.com. That's G-O-R-O-N-G-O-S-A coffee.com for premium coffee with real impact. And as always, that link is in the show notes. Happy coffee drinking, sisters, and let's just all agree that girls run the world. Welcome to OK Sis. We are two cultural observers and curious minds who happen to be related. I'm Scout. And I'm Maddie. Get ready for some serious sororal energy. As we chat about and comment on one another's current fixation of the week. Ready, ready sisters? Sisters. Welcome, sisters. Welcome. And if this is your first time, I'm Scout. I'm Mads. Okay, thanks for mocking me. <laughs> and we are the sisters behind OK Sis Podcast. Yes. Okay, sis podcast. Um interest I've uh not a good week for sisters. What do you mean? So have you been up to date with the James Charles situation? No. Oh, of course. I don't even know who James Charles is. <laughs> I didn't either until last week. So James Charles is a very famous YouTube star. Okay. Um makeup. YouTube star and it's funny because when we started this podcast our stepsister um, who is obsessed with makeup and tutorials and there's this whole YouTube culture that I am just like completely okay, so removed I, I from. I feel like so out of the loop with YouTube like there's a oh, like, there's YouTube a- is huge but I have never in my life like been like I'm gonna go on YouTube and oh, just go down the rabbit oh, hole. Oh yeah so YouTube stars and um, fame. Yeah it's a big it's a big re- deal. Like it is real. Yeah. It's I think it's bigger than Instagram influencers. Like these people are cashing in the checks. Like Liza Koshy I didn't know who she was either, and I just, like, randomly saw her and this, and then I was like, you have 20 million subscribers on YouTube? Like, who is this woman? And I was watching her, and then I, you do start when you, you know, start the videos, you kind of go down the rabbit hole. Anyways, so James Charles, he is a makeup artist, um, and actually, you know, very convenient timing, he was recently canceled, um, Time, timing because of our cancel culture episode, which you should go back and listen to. If you oh God, let's, let's plug. plug that real quick. Um, no, but um, the only reason I know all about this is because I listen to many uh, pop culture podcasts, and I have heard every single person's take on this story. But in a nutshell, he, um, this other woman who's a a very um, established makeup artist, makeup YouTube star. Um, was like his mentor he's like 19 years old wildly famous got like fame like in a year he got like 16 million followers on uh, YouTube and she's been a mentor to him helped him get like makeup deals and you know he's done like Kim Kardashian Kylie collabs and things like that Um, and this woman uh, her name is Tati something she um, came out with this supplement brand and it's kind of like a rival to Sugar Bear Hair, and he did a Sugar Bear Sugar hair. Bear Hair ad, even though he always told her like I can't promote your supplements because my followers are too young and it would be dangerous to promote something like that to them. Um, and he's never really like help uh, or uh, f- flaunted, I guess, his relationship with her. Whatever. She went on this like forty five. She made a forty five minute video tearing him to sh- not tearing him to shreds she was very respectful but she just said like he's very immature the fame has gotten to him he's very inappropriate um you know he's been kind of like not sexually assaulting but sliding into straight men's dms and like m- making them feel very uncomfortable and things of this what nature. does this have to do with sisters oh so his whole shtick is high sisters and he calls his followers sisters oh i was like so confused for a second sorry that was a long-winded way to say that but it is all relevant because he is very 
in the sphere right now and he's uh his followership is going real is declining real fast oh no and it's very sad um Oy. i mean i again this is cancel goes, culture at its finest back to cancel culture i mean i i'm really conflicted about this because he doesn't deserve i mean for his own well-being i'm very concerned for him he's 19 years old and people are ripping him to shreds on on social and no one deserves things like this like just because he did a collaboration with them that's like a, a little he intense was, no he's like a little shady like there there okay. i think has been like other uh layers to this but it's yeah it's cancel culture for sure cancel and culture News actually posted something saying you know people are trying to um put an end to cancel culture because they're they're worried for him so i uh followed e-news on instagram because you told me to so i could get all my news Mm -hmm. and it never shows up on my feed like the algorithm is not showing me Mm -hmm. e-news so now i have to like go and search it and do my research and it's like a lot Yeah, yeah it's a lot um maybe listen to some podcasts okay you don't listen to podcasts so I do listen to podcasts, just not the ones you listen to. Okay. Um, regardless. So I just hit some very relatable topics. One, sisters. Oh, this is why. Now we're going to reclaim. <laughs> we're going to reclaim the word sisters? Is that what you're thinking? <laughs> it was just so funny because my our stepsister said, you guys can't be sisters because James Charles has sisters. Okay, now, dude, we're the real sisters. And so now that he's canceled, we can do We can reclaim the title back. (laughs) Now we are going to be. It's a Game um, of Thrones. The sisters. (laughs) It's a Game of Thrones. We are Arya Stark and we are taking over. Okay. Well, that was a little much. Also, I I am in the middle of season two of Game of Thrones. Just a quick update to everyone that's wondering. You know, it's, you know, it's a real, it's a real struggle for me to have a podcast that I cannot talk about the current state of Game of Thrones because well, you are not there yet. Yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen. And then we're going to talk about it when I'm done and it'll be old news, but we'll have a great conversation. That is true. We can have, and I'm sure people will want to relive this current state of uh, being. Yeah, it's the, the finale is, it's one, yeah. yeah by the time be, this, this airs, will, by the time this airs, we will know who is sitting on the Iron Throne. I have my predictions. Ooh, who's your, pre- wait, I want to hear your predictions. Well, season two predictions. Season two predictions. Or not a prediction of who I want to sit on the throne. Okay, but that's never who is going to. I want Khaleesi to sit on the throne. Don't say a fucking I'm not, word. I'm not making. Don't I'm even. Not. Don't even give me a facial look that I'm even trying. hints at what actually is happening. I'm trying to not configure my face in a contorted way. Okay, we're just gonna move on from Game of Thrones because if you ruin it for me, I will fucking kill you. Listen, you're not wrong to want Khaleesi on the throne. I know she's so rad. She's I'm so just, pretty. I'm not gonna say anything. Yeah, don't say anything. Yeah, of course she's pretty. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Okay, yeah. let's do the word of the week. Um, wait, no, I have a, a couple more things to talk oh, about. Oh, okay. One, Kylie skin. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I'm here for it. Of course you're here for it. I'm going to purchase everything. I'm going to add to her net worth. And I am not going to purchase one item of that. I am, I am, like, too excited about Like, this. where do your money, your money just, like, goes into products. Mm-hmm. Like, you just funnel money into, like, pink mm-hmm. products. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, specifically pink. <laughs> My money, my entire income just funnels into pink products. I know it is very um, Glossier adjacent. I think very different audiences, but yes, the branding is a little. Uh, so the um, I was thinking this. I was washing my face the other day with my IS Clinical face wash, oh and God. I was thinking about it, and I was like, Mads would never buy this face wash because it's blue. <laughs> And I was like, "This is probably one I of the. Have that this is probably wash. one of the best face washes on the market." And I'm like, "There's no way Mad would ever purchase this because it's blue and it doesn't fit into your like pink and gold and white skincare aesthetic." So now that I have a new bathroom, my aesthetic is black accents. So you're wrong about that. Oh well, no more gold accents. But um, you know, there actually isn't much pink. Okay, so I did get the Glossier eye cream. Oh, Actually, how is very it? heavenly. Very heavenly. Very heavenly, yes. okay. It is uh, you know, makes makes the under eyes plump. You feel a little uh you feel a little like plumpiness when you put it on. Okay. Which is what it's supposed to do. Is it for like wrinkles? 
what's it for? Yeah, so the the skin around your eye is much more delicate than the rest of yes. your face. So that's why there's a specific product for it. And this one has just like hyaluronic acid and just like certain stuff for and yeah, and anti aging. The only reason I want to buy glossy is because I want one of those pouches that the product comes in. Oh my god. So um yeah, so I have I mean like ten. That oh no, I have like thousands. Oh my god. So <laughs> so my my roommate one time like used my bathroom we all have our own bathrooms but like just one time she used my bathroom and she looked at the drawer and she she was like maddie you have like she opened the door and they all and they all spilled out i don't know if you should be promoting this story <gasps> oh my god it's great i also why isn't glossy a contact to do to be sponsored by them i just don't get it yeah i really should be getting some commission you should you should get like an affiliate program going I know. on they do have glossier reps for like normal people like me yeah I know I should get on that. Um, okay. Anyways, but Kylie skin, um, really not like I'm not. Um, it's not gonna do anything. Just to my skin. Stick, stick to the lip kits. They work. They're great. Stick to the lip kits. I think I might get the face wash. Okay. Well, let me know how it is. Oh my god, you are just crazy. You I are you crazy. are just a product junkie. I am truly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um last little update thing I would like to cover is Bachelorette, which you have not watched. I okay, I'm like really ashamed of myself because I didn't even know that it was <laughs> yesterday. And I pride myself on being highly up to date in Batch Nation. So, okay, to your but to your I don't understand why how did I not know yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, no, no. To your um to your rescue po- yeah to your to my to, rescue to your rescue um it did sneak up on everyone like yeah. i think everyone was like i think people are so thick in game of thrones they don't give a shit about bachelorette right also, now also i just feel like colton's season just ended yeah yeah, yeah. no How they're, did they so they're still it so fast? they're still in production i think she just ended wow yeah yeah, so they started airing. So she hasn't posted on instagram yet yeah because no because it, i think she just finished like so I didn't yesterday. realize that they aired it while it was still going on. They never do. It's something was weird with the timing. Oh, maybe because they have to get ready for Batch in Paradise. Yeah, but that's never been the case before. Um, regardless, it did sneak up on everyone. I randomly saw it. Um, I did, did you I, like I, it? I was she good? My, my friend texted me and said she thinks she's the best Bachelorette, and I was like, "There's no way." Um, that is probably the most false statement I've okay, ever yes. heard. It was the most boring episode. I was not listening and I, I deeply dislike her. Yeah. I don't, I'm not a fan. I think she is so annoying. <laughs> like I just, there, I just don't feel like a connection to her. Yeah, I, I don't just, feel we didn't get to, we, she got such a weird edit in Colton season. Like yeah. sure. She was kooky and whatever, but like, she can't speak. Obviously she's gotten speaking lessons since then. Cause she's been a little more articulate in this past episode, but I don't know. I'm just at this point, I'm literally only watching for paradise and, I, and it feels cannot, like homework. I cannot wait for paradise. It's the best. Demi is coming back. Demi is in this past season, or sorry, in this episode, this the premiere. Oh, she is. Yeah. So that was literally the only redeeming quality of that. Okay. Of well, that episode. I'm gonna watch it tonight or tomorrow, and we can touch base on that later. <sighs> it's like that's how I feel. Like sigh. Yeah, it's homework. It's homework. I literally yesterday I was like. But I will Fuck, never I need to not watch, watch The Bachelor. No, I know. I, I I have to. I have to watch The Bachelor. But I'm just, it is, you know, The Bachelorettes are never as Well, they're never fun. as good because never it, as the good. girl drama is better than the boy. The no, no, boys no. drama is like, I'm going to punch you in the face. No, it's like so lame. Regardless of that, Ari and Colton's endings were the most dramatic and the most yes. entertaining. Yes. There has never been a Bachelorette season uh, uh, since Caitlin Bristow's that was, like, highly enticing. Yeah, I hear you. And Caitlin Bristow's still my favorite Bachelorette. She will. Uh, she is the only Bachelorette. She's amazing. I mean, JoJo was oh. great, too, but Caitlin's amazing. No, JoJo was boring. She's beautiful, but she was boring. Rachel was good. Rachel, Rachel was, was good. rational and awesome. Yeah, Rachel was good. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so keep you guys updated on that I situation. Like we haven't podcasted in a while. I know that's why there's a lot of updates. Yeah, and we haven't like content seen just each doesn't other. stop. We haven't seen each doesn't other stop. in a while. Doesn't stop for anyone. Okay, keep going. In she, if you guys aren't, you can't see this, but she's snapping her fingers around in a circle. Hell yeah! 
Okay. Okay, word of the week. So this came in um, from a highly coveted listener. From a highly coveted listener. One of the only men that listened to OK Says. One of the, actually, one of the two men. Yeah, my husband and your boyfriend. Mr. Ben. This was his um, contribution. Contribution. Um, he was. Uh, he recommended this word of the week. T-Y, T-Y. Um, it is nonpareil, which means having no match or equal unrivaled. So Ooh. like incomparable, unparalleled. It says he is a nonpareil storyteller. Wow. I think we are nonpareil podcasters. I was going to say I'm a nonpareil wife. I mean, okay. That just like was boring. Okay, thanks. I think we are non we we are non sisters. Yeah, that I agree with. You know? Yeah, I love that. We have that. an unparalleled sisterhood. Yes, we do. Wow. What a great it's like creme de la creme, which um I think leads us Oh my god, so to our well. guests. Oh my god. These were non parole guests. These were non parole guests. These two ladies are just beyond. So we have the co founders of Boxbox on the pod today. And if you want to talk brilliant, <clears throat> they were highly intellectual. They were luminaries. They were amazing. They and were they were elegant. so highly calculated and and so involved in their business on an emotional level Mm. and on a psychological level and on a support system level i mean the way they approach business is so inspiring Mm -hmm. they are aligned they are aware they're communicative generous yeah i mean we could go on and on and they gave us box boxes we got our own box box and we did a little unboxing irl yeah we did you know I broke my rule. I know you don't like unboxing, but, I don't like for, unboxing, box, but for box box, for we box had box, to unbox. we had to unbox. That should be their tagline. Tagline for box box, you have, you have to, to unbox. unbox. <laughs> so um, yeah, we had a really good conversation. Chelsea and Jenny, they yes. are gems of women and rad and female, and and box. they're only twenty seven. I mean, Forbes thirty under thirty. Okay, you whispered the that, time, so probably no one could have heard that. Time is ticking, Scout. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> Don't even. I'm already planning my 30th birthday party. Oh, what are you going to do? Um, So I have a few ideas. I might do an all-white br- party. Oh, like P. Diddy? Yeah. I don't know where yet, but I'm going to have it catered. Oh, that is the pinnacle of um, adulthood. adulthood. Yeah, of age. And let me just say I'm not turning 30 for another two and some years. I'm turning but, 25. Yeah, I'm turning 28. That's a quarter life. Yeah, well... Maybe I, mean, I should have a white party. No, don't steal my idea. <laughs> no, just kidding. Okay, anyways, you're going to love this episode. Moving forward. All right, so enjoy. Get Sisters, ins- taking back the ownership. Oh, jeez. Get inspired and take notes because these ladies know what they're talking about. Truly. 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 Don't don't listen to this in a car. Yeah, take you're it. Gonna take you're going to want to take some notes. All right, love you, sisters. Love you, sisters. After meeting at UCLA, BoxBox co-founders Chelsea and Jenny moved to Venice Beach where the idea for BoxBox was born after spotting a gap in the lifestyle and service space for elevated and effortless gifting. At age 27, Chelsea is a recent addition to the Forbes 30 Under 30 2019 list and is driving is the driving force behind BoxBox's creative and aesthetic vision. Jenny is the mastermind behind BoxBox's inventory, operational efficiency, and finances, and she makes BoxBox's complex inventory management systems look simple. Without further ado, Chelsea and Jenny. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Hi, ladies. Thank you for having us. Oh, my God. We're so excited. And we got boxes. We got boxes. We're going to unwrap them and then talk about them on our intro. How many like unboxing videos do you guys? I know, get right? On Instagram, a lot, Quite a, a few. lot more now than in the beginning. Yeah, but yeah, a lot. yeah. It's hard to keep up now that Instagram does the requests, DMs versus regular DMs. You know? Oh yes. So I like me and our social girl have to like go through and approve things so that we can repost them because that's a thing now. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I hate that because I always forget about the request section and then I like won't check them. It's like your spam folder. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Like no one checks it. Yeah, I want to. Hear what people are saying. It's like when I respond to like an Insta story from someone important and I know they're never going to get yeah, it. Yeah. I'm like, this is going to nowhere. <laughs> this is going to the request section. <laughs> 
Um, yes. Okay. Round of current fixations. Obviously. I will start. Okay. Mine is super embarrassing, but I swear to God, I'm so obsessed with Cassie and Colton from The Bachelor. Still. Like, I'm not over them. <laughs> Still. They take a good Insta. Yeah. Dude, I right? have been watching all of their Insta stories good for all them. the time, every day. Amazing. Except I'm a little mad at Cassie because she said in an interview, I saw it on my Explore page because I'm like that much of a creeper. Um, she said that she would never say never about being the next Bachelorette. And I'm like, what? what? She, someone asked him. She was like, they were like, would you be the next ba- Bachelorette? And she's like, well, I'm focused on Colton right now, but never say never. I'm like, no, bitch. No. What? Right? If I, if I was Colton and I saw that video, I would be pissed. He is blinded by his love for her, though. But also, yeah. Cassie, I love you and come on the podcast. <laughs> I know the podcast. We love you. <laughs> we love you and your sister and the whole shebang. Is are amazing. you guys Bachelor fans? We are. We We have a good friend who is a producer on The Bachelor. No. For like five, six years now. You get all the inside scoop. I mean, not really. They're pretty tight-lipped, but we still discuss it a lot. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. Um, That must be such an interesting job to be a producer of The Bachelor because you're traveling. She travels so much. The only way that we even see her, we have a little breakfast club, and whenever she's in town for just a day or two, we have like seven a.m. breakfast in L.A. and it's like six of us, and that's just that's the only way that we see her because their schedule is crazy. And even when she's gone or here in L.A. and they're doing scouting for the next season, yeah, constantly. Does she do both Batch and And Bachelorette? All three. So she's, she's like never here, and it's crazy. Never. Like they, you know, for the last season or whatever, they went to Vietnam or yeah. a, a recent season, and it would be like six months before that she was also in Vietnam because they have to scout. So they go twice, which is wild to me. Wow, so she's been everywhere. You know, we just text her and we have we give her so. I'll be many like, where are you? On how long to respond because we have no idea what yeah. timeline she's on, what time zone, and it's just crazy. Oh my gosh! Well, I would love to be a producer of The Bachelor. I would just love. I want. I want to see like the inside. Yeah, can we get on this behind the scenes situation? Well, did you guys watch that show, Unreal? Yeah, I watched part of it, and it was, like, really intense. It's, it, I it, like, it was, like, too intense. I didn't want, yeah. Yeah, I didn't want it to be real, so yeah. I just stopped <laughs> no, watching it. I mean, yeah. if I don't watch it, then it's, then no, it's not like, real. No, like, the show, like, kills people. Yeah. No. So it's <laughs> not, like, it's yeah. so unrealistic. Like, literally two people died because of the producers. I'm like, okay, eh, let's, like, dread. calm that's it down like, yeah. a little bit. <laughs> Okay, that's what's yours. We can all trust that Nikki would never let that happen. Yeah, okay, good. Perfect. (laughs) Um, Okay, my current fixation is this Instagram account called Dewey Dudes. I don't know if you guys are familiar. Like Dewey, like Dewey skin? Yeah. (laughs) So it is these two straight guys who run this Instagram account, and it's all about skincare, but they make the most relatable memes about, and it's very, like for any skincare nerds out there like, like I am, it's so niche and so humorous. Like, it's amazing. And they highlight, like, the most cult beauty brands, like La Mer and Drunk Elephant. Like, they know everything. It's so cute. And they just launched a podcast. And oh they're, so, like, they're, like, legit. They're, like, drinking beers, talking about, like, putting on niacinamide serums in the night. It's unbelievable. But, you know, what I love most about it is hearing men talk so confidently and also humorously about their skincare routines it just it makes me it makes me feel good because you know there is a skincare trend right going on right now and men are completely neglected from it mm-hmm. which is unfair because they have skin well it's they also unfair have that my- acne problems like they should be able to be part of the conversation we just were talking about this with our other, we have a third co-founder Sabina mm-hmm. um and she was like we need to make a face mask for men. It's all just in the tweaking of the branding. Oh, exactly. We all have the same skin. Yeah. We, exactly. <laughs> it's, we, we all need these same ingredients. So it's Except my husband's skin is flawless and he does shit. So. Okay. Well, he <laughs> must be an anomaly. Because well, I'm always like telling my boyfriend, I'm like, do you want me to bring you a vitamin C serum? Do you want a jade <laughs> roll? Yeah. Like, let me do it for you. Exactly. It's just like. Do you want a jade you're roll? Gonna get, you're going to get wrinkles. Like. Might as well be, be, be preventative. Keep it tight. If I have to keep it tight, yeah. you got to keep it tight. Exactly. No, but really it is a very 2019 thing that that can right? exist. And it's, it's beautiful. Yeah. I love it. You guys check it out. They're phenomenal. I'm so excited. They're so funny. It. I love it. Okay. Jenny. Okay. Um, I, I know I'm a little bit late to the game of this, but I am just obsessed with fairies. And I started going a couple weeks ago. Fairies, and fairies, fairies boot, camp. boot camp. Okay, yeah. And yes. And so we just got one. At, we live in El Segundo. And so we just got one in the South Bay, just a few minutes away from home. And I'm just, I'm sold. I'm in it. 
I'm religious about it, mm-hmm. and I'm really excited. I, w- I had a, an injury last year, and so finally getting back to a place where I can actually really start working out again, and I just found my place. Yes. So yeah, Barry's boot camp is awesome, and it goes by so fast. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. What is your been. favorite day? Um, legs day, I would say, Ooh. because I need that push, and I need that challenge for legs yeah. day. Um, so, yeah. I will say the abs day, Thursdays, that is the only workout that will actually make me hurt afterwards, like the day after with my abs. Like that is the only ab workout that really works for me. Yeah. It's crazy. They're intense. It's really intense. Yeah. But I love it. And like, that's my type of, that's my jam. That's Amazing. My type of jam. Nothing so. like satisfied Jen. Jenny's like a marathon runner. She just signed up for her oh. second marathon. Okay. Runner. Oh my and God. So All right. She's talking about this and I'm like, <laughs> I couldn't go. I go. Marathon running. I go damn. to like Box yes. Union. That's the most intense. Ooh, Box Union? Box Union is intense though. But it's in the dark and no <laughs> one's like, oh, your burpees aren't good. I'm just doing my best. <laughs> you know? I love it. Yeah, um, great too. yeah, I once saw Mandy Moore in Barry's boot camp and I was like, really? oh, wow. Shit. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. 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 That's exciting. Exactly. Wow. That I means drove it, by one working. on the way here and I was like, <gasps> I went yeah, there's one, there's one like a block away, yeah. like right over there. Yeah. 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 Amazing. All right, Chelsea. Okay. Mike, I have a lot of fixations. I was like, what a kid, what could I talk about? I know. But, but I um, pick one. you said the Instagram thing and it made me remember this, uh, Instagram that me and a bunch of the girls that work in our warehouse are obsessed with called official U line. So, like, Ooh. Uline is that company that supplies everything from, like, chairs and desks to, like, toilet paper and right. all this stuff. Because we're always trying – we work in a warehouse and office space. And we're always saying, like, we're revolutionizing what it means to work in a warehouse. Not only with people's, like, career development and stuff, but also just warehouse chic. We have, like, white brick walls and we put plants everywhere. And we're always just obsessed with making it better. I and so that. this is like a meme account about the Uline catalog. Oh so like God. the one she just sent me the other day was like a folding like chair rack thing. And it just says like Christian mingle. Cause it's like the hall at like a church. <laughs> and it's, like, I don't know. It's just like only funny if you work in a warehouse, but like everyone in our work sends them to each other. Cause it's That's just cute. like, it I love that. Niche. So it's very niche. It's honestly <laughs> hilarious though. And it's like the, if like millennials are obsessed with Ikea and there was like a meme account about Ikea, it's got kind it, of got the it, same got thing. It but it's just a little more deep state warehouse chic. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> warehouse chic. I love it. No, oh, but we, we constantly, we're constantly saying warehouse chic because we genuinely are trying to, like, create more of an ambiance in this big warehouse. We're mm-hmm. filling it up with product and also beautiful things and still trying to make it really pretty and functional. Because so many companies split their offices from their fulfillment. I mean, yeah. most people don't work near it, and we're just, like, all one big house so it's okay i want to like backtrack really quickly before we get into all that amazingness for those that don't know what box box is can you describe it to us elaborate please elaborate elaborate on these beautiful boxes box box is a gifting company that we started almost five years ago now um and for us it was really prompted out of this need to gift something that was substantial utilitarian purposeful but also well presented because that solution didn't exist when we had a friend who was in the hospital and we're like we're not going to send her flowers and we're not going to send her a bunch of amazon prime boxes and postmates didn't exist yet so we're like how can we like how what can do the heavy lifting because we're stuck at work i can't go sit at her bedside i'm 22 years old i'm at an ad agency i can't leave and that really inspired the idea for build a box box which is our platform where you can build your own gifts and care packages from all the best brands in one place and it's really like driving around to your 10 favorite stores and the post office and Joanne's Fabrics, but it's in five minutes and it looks amazing and ships all over the world. And then we also have pre-packed gifts because some people just like to shop and they're like, great, that sounds awesome. And then we have a pretty large-scale corporate gifting arm. And so it's all that under one roof. That's amazing. You guys must do really well in the wedding sphere, huh? Bridal Bridal is definitely a big space for us, especially right now. It just feels like there's so many engagements. It's so beautiful to see all the congratulations going around and um, there's a lot that happens customarily with when you book your photographer, when you book your wedding planner, they'll often send a gift to the couple too. So it's a huge vertical for us. That and vertical has great manners. Made too. It's big. Mm, that is very true. But like it really extends beyond that. It's, you know, there's so much corporate mailers, private label type things, sales driven type projects you know, sympathy, elevated care mm-hmm. package, birthday is huge no matter what, all the year. 
And even so. just general thanks, you know. Thank you for pet sitting while we were away in Florida last weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you so much for, um, you know, throwing me this amazing birthday party. You know, there's so much. There's endless possibilities. Love it. And you mentioned you were 22 when you started this. Which yeah. is crazy. Yeah. Which is, yeah. I mean, just absurd. Like, where did you start? We just started at our kitchen table. (laughs) Yeah, we lived in Venice. Uh, We moved there, and she was working in sports marketing, Mm -hmm. and I was working at Ogilvy, which is where I met our other co-founder, Sabina. Um, And we just started meeting January of 2014, Mondays and Wednesday nights, and we're just like, all right, and, you know, let's start. We did a business plan. We did research, and then eventually as the year went on, we arbitrarily were like, November 7th, that sounds like a great (laughs) launch date. Let's do that. Yeah, it was was just because we were so young and we just had this great idea, there was no hesitation. We weren't thinking it over or putting so much weight on who's our, who are our other co-founder going to be. You know, we just were so excited to just put something in motion and just to start doing. And that's what we did. I feel like there's a sense of naivete when you're that young. Because exactly. you exactly. are just kind of ruthless and you, have, you can just kind of jump into it. You're like, I don't really have anything to lose. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and we were still on our parents' Healthcare and all yeah. of that. Yeah. Thanks, Obama. And, like. and, you know, so many things. And really the attitude was just, all right, we're just going to figure it out. And every single night we just Googled things endlessly mm-hmm. until we found some sort of solution and just said yes to everything. What was it like in the beginning with customer acquisition? How did you guys get your first customers? We sat down the night before we launched and we three emailed every single person we've ever met in our entire lives. Like I'm talking TAs, kids that we <laughs> yeah. kids that we yes. babysat for. Like we all three had our laptops and we're emailing. And we were just like, boom, we, we're out here. We're doing this. And that kind of kickstarted it. And I think we just had kind of this relentless vulnerability in the sense that we just kept talking about it. Because to us, we were like, well, this is a good idea. It might not be perfectly beautiful yet, but it's getting there because we're not stopping anytime soon. So let's just keep going. And we got some great press just automatically from being in Los Mm -hmm. Angeles. Like we went to UCLA and USC. So we knew a lot of people who were entry level at a lot of really cool companies and they were ordering and then people there would order. And it was kind of this domino effect. But one beautiful thing about what we do in general is that there's always two touch points for every box. So there's the sender and then there's also the recipient. So that also really helped us grow right from the get-go because every time we send out a box, you know, two people Someone else understands it. Oh, that is so interesting. That's a really good observation, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And then very early on, you know, we always eventually in the future saw the need for this corporate vertical where we could do B2B gifting. And we really, that opportunity came knocking for us right away. And all of a sudden, you know, if some a company like Visa or Nike or Salesforce gifts a box, it also carries so much more weight from them too. And of course, there's like economies of scale. They're gifting to so many more people all at once. And so the early presence of that corporate gifting also really helped us grow. Wow, that's amazing. So it kind of just spread like wildfire because there's it's double fold with every single person that receives a box. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it, it was it was pretty wild and we didn't really spend on customer acquisition. It was really just social media Natural. and yeah. word of mouth because I mean at the end of the day that's what all these big huge companies are paying to try and achieve, you know, mm-hmm. that organic kind of word of mouth feeling. So we were just like, well, We'll grow at the pace that we grow. Let's just, you know, throw it out there and see what happens. I love that. So for these, I kind of want to talk about the corporate arms. So mm-hmm. do you guys make custom boxes for these these corporations that come to you? And what kind of use cases are there yeah, for so those? Yeah, so there's um, more new. There's new ones all the time. But we do everything from we're just adding your logo tag to our branding because that makes sense in a certain moment all the way to – private label boxes and private label mailers depending on what the use is i mean there's sales kits for tech companies there's um internal gifting for employees there's onboarding gifting there's of course holidays huge for everybody everywhere events and conferences there's tons of opportunities there um the possibilities are are truly endless and so also to answer another part of your question we are custom sourcing product for every single corporate order and so really you know if you're a wellness brand and you say all right we're going to host a yoga retreat in palm springs uh, we want to do something really centered around that southwest desert vibe um, and also yoga and meditation then our sales account executives would 
you know, source a bunch of products, put a proposal together for them, and then work with the clients to figure out what exactly they want to create in that moment. What story are they telling? Uh, what's going to be elevated and purposeful and relevant? And then we'll custom source all that product. That's such a curation. I, and I, want, I do want to talk about the product. So w- from the products that you guys offer just online for the typical customer, where does that come from? How do you guys source those and, and what goes into those decisions? Yeah, so in the beginning when we were naive and young, we were just like we sent out a survey to the sorority row at UCLA to ask them about their opinions on gifting. And that's kind of where our starting point was mm-hmm. um, using our own judgment of like, why don't we go to buy an anthropology for our moms, you know, <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's, it's built from there, obviously. And so we kind of just like any other shop you know, Alchemy Works, Nordstrom, any level of shop, they curate products. We curate products. We're on top of, you know, we build relationships with these brands. It's just a wholesale negotiated relationship like any other store. We don't do sampling or it's not a subscription box, so we don't, you know, have discounted rates on weird small products. They're full size, real, as if you'd buy them on your own. Um, And we just kind of build from there. We have a nice array of the the, f- the fan favorites, Velespa, Herbivore Botanicals, uh, Way, Rifle Paper Co. But we also have a lot of small up-and-coming brands and international brands and more experimental brands because we kind of leave room for that in our projections. So what does inventory look like to you guys? I was just going to ask. Yeah, I want to know all the like, unsexy I know, I things. Ooh, that's like a favorite topic. You mean uh, warehouse chic? Yeah. 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 So we, in general, in the warehouse, we separate it. So there is a corporate side and an online side. The online side is where all the fun, pretty product always <laughs> is. And it, like Chelsea was just saying, it's a mixture of the tried and true brands that people know and love, like the Veluspa candles and the rifle, and then um, all this fun new stuff. So we just have simple IKEA cubes that we just fill with product, and we're constantly just bringing surplus over to that fulfillment area. She's being um, modest about her organizational skills. It's quite a operation i mean it's like rows and rows of like very organized ikea shelving oh yeah but, i mean now <laughs> oh, we're yeah. five years in originally we were starting out of our apartment and we grew into a bigger apartment and we're in our third warehouse now so we've definitely had time where i rearranged the furniture about a thousand times to figure out this little system where we're at today um but it, it's really really fun and we're constantly just bringing new stuff to the table um and we just exploded our baby offerings, which we're really excited about. I know. I was looking on the website today. They're so cute. Yeah, and um, we're really we're about to just dive in and do the same thing with the bridal vertical, even more so on build. Um, so yeah, it's really really fun. So what goes into picking products to put in the what what kind of vetting process do you guys go through, or inspiration do you guys kind of garner when you're choosing products? For us, since the beginning, it's always been: is this product utilitarian does it serve an actual purpose is this product well designed and does this product come from a company run by good people and that is kind of the standard we hold for everyone on our site we can say great things about the people behind everything that we carry um that's really important it is it's super important and and that type of transparency is really what customers want and so as someone who we resell other brands, it's important that we, you know, do our research and are thorough in that. For example, I am reading one of our books right now, Bringing Up Bebe, on French parenting. And I am nowhere near parenting, but I just was <laughs> so curious that I really did want to read it and make sure that this is something amazing that we're offering. Because, like, the history of gift boxes, you know, it's always been very fluff. It's very... song and dance smoke and mirrors it's like yeah it looks nice I guess maybe but it's like what's really in there you know if you're picking a box for your sister and you're building it and it's for her 21st birthday you're putting in you know a full-size herbivore botanicals combat salts and a giant Velespa candle and awesome chocolate and you know just it's it's just substantial that's kind of how we differentiate it I also love that it feels a lot more personal a lot more customizable to the person. And I love your guys's thematic, you know, topics that you can choose from mm-hmm. it, it just so that anyone knows. And I encourage everyone to go to the website. It's like so cute. And it's, I mean, how did you guys build the actual website? Like, do you guys have an engineering team? Like, how did that happen? Because it is so user-friendly just kind of going through building your own box. It's fun. It makes oh, it like you. a fun experience. We were the first 
to market of this type of platform because right. so we had to build it from scratch because mm-hmm. in the beginning I was like does there you know an API that exists for this and there did there wasn't so we went out and got a developer who's still our main developer today James Irk James Van Irk and basically we knew exactly what we wanted we hated sticky websites we hated clunk we're like okay drew hand sketched wireframes of like when this button gets clicked I want this to happen and and we worked on it for a year and, and we actually came up with the sizing algorithm ourselves and he was like I can't even believe this but this works we were so proud of that we're like no Wait, yeah. what is that so Just when w- sorry when you go on you pick your box color and then you pick your items and based on the size of your items we put okay. it in a mini a regular or a large to make sure that it packs as presentably as possible oh. so that was also very important to us in the beginning because we wanted everything we wanted everybody to have access to the level of aesthetic that we were putting together on our kitchen table mm-hmm. absolutely yeah. that's Absolute amazing detail. i love how it translates from what you were physically doing in your apartment to online for anybody to have that same curating experience so yeah. in the beginning you guys were literally going out and purchasing these products and putting them in a box and sending no them? no i mean like i mean like <laughs> before like when we would build you know care packages for people yeah oh God, we it, wanted it, to recreate that no we've always had correct inventory yeah. <laughs> <laughs> making the margins we need to be making because yes. otherwise it's just not a real business but. Oh, but to your point you know that's it it has been very true since the beginning that we always mm-hmm. wanted to be very human and very personal there's so many apps and services and businesses out there that are just trying to make your life easier but in reality we just wanted to make gifting really simple if you don't have the time you still have the taste you can still be there for someone else and that's you know that's present in the actual you know selection of products that you get to choose we top every box with a handwritten note so that it still feels really human and Mm -hmm. personal and also in just the way that we you know translate our brand to you guys and our customer service is very human too Mm, it's super hands on and we own every single part of our business in the sense that your order comes into our warehouse it's your note is written right there your label's printed it's goes to a puller it goes to a packer goes to a shipper it's all very hands-on so how many people work for box box right now i think we're at 27 we're hiring two new girls they start next week week, so it'll be 29 on wednesday wow so what's what's like a good let's say someone's listening to this and they're building their own company and they have a team and they're trying to be a better boss what kind of advice would you give them to manage that large of a team yeah, I mean, managing <laughs> managing has definitely been the biggest hands-down challenge of the last five years because I don't think it's a supernatural thing for people, and it's definitely an extra layer of your job description, and we're younger than some people on our team. So um, really study it. Like, get into the study of management. We're really obsessed with, like, reading different management books, listening to different management podcasts, experimenting with different tactics with different people. It's really about the psychology and like learning about how people will respond, what works better for you. Um, We were just talking about this yesterday, how each of the three of us founders prefer to receive information to better like, you know, move forward with it. And also just understanding the, the nuances of that psychology how we can better relay information to each individual employee too. The best it's a lot of emotional it's weight. Inc- it's incredibly emotional. I feel like people don't talk about that enough. Never. Like I mean it's not an innate quality that we're born with to be leaders and to manage people. Like it is and I'm so happy you guys said that you put in the time to study it and mm-hmm. to actually learn it instead of just winging it or feeling like you could if, and that it's it is different for every single person, every single employee. Yeah, like, A, it's emotional. I don't know what men were doing for the last no. millions of years that they <laughs> were working. Because really? truly, you have people's lives in your hands. You have mm-hmm. their career development in your hands. At times, you have their health and mental well-being in your hand. You have, you're paying them. You're giving them benefits. Like, they're, like, your responsibility. And so it's it's nothing, it's something that we haven't taken lightly at all. And I, I feel like I had one other thought about this, and now I'm just totally losing my train of thought. No, but, th- no, but I mean, we were so invested in those 27 and soon to be 29 employees. Like, we are so, so, so intimately invested in their careers now and where we want them to be in three years, in five years, in 10 years. Oh, so I remember. Uh, okay. Radical Candor by Kim Scott is an amazing book for people mm. because she worked at like 
all the uh, San Francisco companies, and mm-hmm. she has a really fresh take on acknowledging the fact that there is so much emotional labor that goes into being a manager. She's like, I could get off the elevator, talk to one employee about their dying mother and one about their co- soon-to-be-born baby boy, and it's five minutes, and I haven't even had my coffee, and I'm exhausted. And so that kind of stuff happens all the time, and it's and it, she gives a really great uh, – framework for how to handle that so with that being said what kind of bosses are you ladies how would you describe yourselves better now yes we are better now we do that's such a good good one (laughs) i mean you can go first i don't know i think we are we are very um caring and understanding first and foremost um we definitely have we have several employees on our team that have like chronic illnesses two of our girls deal with very severe migraines and so we're really trying to create this flexible culture where we can be understanding in those kind of gray area issues like migraines um but overall just really generous really flexible i'd say accessible Mm -hmm. i'd say real um i mean there are totally days when i'm like i'm not going to take shit of, of anything because People are people. Nobody's perfect at all times. We're not perfect. Our employees aren't always perfect. But, like, being understanding, being forgiving, being inspiring, being approachable. Mm -hmm. I mean, just try to be real people because they're real people. And we're all working towards the same common goal. Right. Talk to us about your age. Do you guys think that it has benefited you to be such young leaders? I don't think that we necessarily would have built this if we had been older. Mm. Because I look back and think that was a lot of work. It was so much work. Um, and so it was so much physical labor. So much physical labor. <laughs> I think that's what's the most triggering about it. Um, I feel like our age is fine. I mean, we're both 27 now. Mm-hmm. I think that we've always been kind of old for our age in spirit. So, mm-hmm. like, that's not been an issue. I think when you're starting something, though, we, you know, we're just normal girls. So, like, at 22, we didn't have a huge network and that's been harder to build I think because the first two years you know we're head down we're building Ikea we're packing boxes we're going to post office we don't care (laughs) then all of a sudden we're like old and like all the like 20 year olds have five million followers and we don't know anybody (laughs) and like then and we live you know we actively chose to live in the South Bay and then you're even just the extra 40 minutes from the center of LA. It's just the networking has been so hard. Mm, That's been the hardest part. And like finding other people outside our company to lean on and grow with that are in our age group. And we're finally starting to get better at it, but it's like you need different layers of community for different things in your life. And so finding that layer of, we are so lucky that we have the three of us together Mm -hmm. to lean on, but finding those other kind of like, under 30 30 ish like founder type people out there has been harder so and also just like in terms of just general professional experience you know we were always the three of us the type of girls that we had internships on internships and we were working and we were just very type a like that all throughout high school and college and so we did have you know some level of experience and we did but all three work for several years out of college simultaneous to box box but still just learning about, you know, how an office works and how do you deal with things like people with, you know, vacation policies and payroll and all of the things like that. Um, so just, you know, we just actively had to go out and seek that because we didn't necessarily know all of that innately or we hadn't learned it through experience. And so we needed to just do extra research and figure out, okay, how should we do this for our company? So I will say, though, the age in like tandem with that if it wasn't for us being younger I don't know if we would have questioned a lot of the things that were out there in the professional landscape like we're over here trying to architect our own maternal paternal leave situation because what's out there kind of sucks you Mm -hmm. know or I we believe in an unlimited vacation policy as long as your deliverables are being hit hit or like we have a very flexible dress code it's kind of a new wave of professionalism and and actively kind of resisting this the rigidity of like the corporate structure from the past and so the age was a benefit in that sense kind of looking at things from the younger perspective of like eh, that kind of sucks that's kind of a crappy way to spend your life we're gonna do it differently that's kind of nice way we get to pick and choose yeah yeah i was gonna say that's so nice because you guys have an opportunity 
to create an ambiance and to create an environment that works for this generation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Oh shoot! I had a question. I have a question. Oh wait, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Wait. Okay, fine. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> The co-founders. Okay, so I want to talk about that relationship. Mm-hmm. There's three of you. How has you navigate it, that? I know one. Have you, how do you navigate? How do you lead together? I know that Chelsea, you're the CEO, but um, w- how has it helped you? Because I can imagine that that support system was incredibly important in the in the infancy of this of this business. It was huge, and we still all three lean on each other so much. In the beginning, it was very much like we were all so involved in every single email and partnership and everything, every part of the business. And then over the years, we learned to really play to our strengths and really where do we all kind of fit in? What are our little niches of ourselves? Um, But overall, I mean, it's just, I can't even imagine doing this without Chelsea and Sabina. I don't even know how duos do it. I know. And I will say, like, for us, Jenny, you know, we've known each other since we were 18. Sabina, we've known each other since I was 21. We are really part of each other's families. And so with that comes the extra layer of trust that has been just so meaningful because this is so scary to do. Um, So, yeah. How do you guys navigate challenges or disagreements or differing opinions because my dad always says that a partnership is harder than a marriage at times and a lot of communication goes into it I've been in a few partnerships myself and I've had a few not work out and it's it's really it can be really difficult to navigate so how do you guys overcome challenges as a group the three of us really do talk it out I mean we'll be honest there's been times when like our communication like I'm sure in marriages was bad like Mm. and we suffer from it and being frustrated or trying to get things done or you know we go through waves like Mm -hmm. every partnership does um but in the last two years I mean we're actively trying to be better managers and like students of management and students of leadership we really learn to over communicate Mm -hmm. and that has been really key because like when people don't hear a, a fact or like they're not included in a conversation here that's where things happen you know and it and it can be like oh I missed out on that I didn't go to that meeting or whatever but we just are really just focused on being fully aware the and three fully of us aligned too like I don't know we have discussions I mean yeah. it's good you don't want to agree 100% on everything or else you're not gonna challenge each other to push the business in the right direction but it's always very it's always a very educated discussion it's always just between the three of us and it's also just, you know, we would always feel so comfortable to, like, have the unpopular opinion. And if one of us has that unpopular opinion and one of us wants to stick our neck out and say, wait, I don't know how I feel about that or whatever, whatever the issue might be, then, you know, we have two other ears that are totally willing to listen and let's just talk this out all the way through. We it never needs to be just, advocate. well, two against one, you know. It's never, never like that. Devil's Advocate is our favorite phrase. Devil's Advocate. <laughs> um, <laughs> Devil's Advocate. Unpopular opinion. Yeah. Um, and so we know, and we're just so truly comfortable with each other that we're totally fine to have that. Because I think we know, we all three agree on the ultimate vision, and we all have that trust with each other that we know everybody's in it for the right reasons mm-hmm. to paint back to the back. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just like we would so much rather be all three aligned for the brand than to have you know someone sticking out yeah i think that that reminds me a lot of scout and myra's relationship and the more sisterly i feel like you guys have this Mm -hmm. really really ingrained bond where yeah there is an end vision that you guys are all aligned on and you're not afraid to kind of give that criticism or say that unpopular opinion in you know, fear of hurting someone's feelings mm-hmm. or whatever, like that, none of that is there, which I think is a really special bond that you guys have. Totally. It is really sisterly. I would, yeah. I would, that's the closest thing mm-hmm. to it because it is just, it's trusting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. I want to talk about the branding. Yeah. Yeah. How guys. important is branding to you guys and what is the creative process behind building a brand? Branding is very important. I mean, that's the difference between a beautiful coffee shop that everyone Instagrams and mm-hmm. a random coffee shop with donuts <laughs> Truth. and Truth. like sushi and weird things. Um, <laughs> so for us, I mean, we wanted for Box Box it to be kind of neutral 
and an opportunity for you, the customer, to impress your own relationship on every gift that you gave, but still have a, an elevated consistency to it. And so that's where kind of like the nude and the black and the white came from. Um, the left ribbon was an, a happy accident that Sabina came up with because when we got our bo first shipment of boxes, we didn't want to cover up the logo. Um, and we actually have this whole situation trade dress trademarked and everything. Oh, wow. Um, because our boxes are the same aesthetic, just different sizes. Um, but yeah, I mean, for us, I you look at brands out there and you see the ones that are very calculated. And then you see like hot messes. And we like to exist somewhere leaning towards the super put together. But like also there is room for experimentation there's room for me coming up with a flyer on a random day because i feel like it and i like the way that watercolor apricots look like you know <laughs> like and and i feel like that enables our customer to feel just a little bit closer and that it's a little more accessible and it's a little more real um exactly you know. you know it's still everything is still very intentional and purposeful but it's still very human at the same time yeah. so we do love that little wiggle room yeah i doing. like that the customer is a part of it they get to have freedom in creating the product essentially yeah, yeah exactly yeah that this would have really been so cool. perfect um my best friend our stepmom who just recently passed away from cancer my best friend wanted to put together a beautiful box for her so mm -hmm. she asked all of her friends that she kn knew that had dealt with cancer before what their favorite thing was going through chemotherapy and she put together a whole package of all these favorite things that's beautiful that's so yeah beautiful. and it I'm and so it, sorry for you that's okay yeah but it it was just such a moment of like wow a gift box can be so powerful i and love that use of that and we we see a lot of that like the sympathy and the super meaningful care package type of vertical and honestly that wasn't something we had ever really initially thought about but we like I really want to work on expanding kind of we call it like clinical chic like mm -hmm. bringing <laughs> really beautiful yeah. useful to, uh, like, stuff like post c-section like things where it's yeah, like it's sterile need. sterile and, and depressing and yeah, yeah like I mean nowhere near as serious but a couple years ago I broke my foot and I couldn't walk and I created this basket next to my bed and that's what inspired our heel box because I didn't want to be a burden and keep asking Jenny to get me things so I'd created this like space and we wanted to kind of put that into a box too for people to send from afar when they couldn't be there for that person mm -hmm. but yeah I mean that that is so special and meaningful whenever mm -hmm. we see that sort of use case is that kind of what drives you guys like is are those the types of moments Absolutely. moments and stories so on the back end of our website we can see all the notes that people write oh. to handwrite and oh, so wow just, every morning I sit down at my computer and I'll just toggle through like the last two or three orders. We use Slack as a company, and we have oh a, yeah, a, shout um, out to Slack, shout yes. out Slack, hashtag uh, sponsor us. A <laughs> note of the day channel, and so we're constantly the team members are just filling that in with the most beautiful or funny or you know whatever it might be um, notes of the day, and it, that really grounds us so much in what we do and keeps us moving forward. Because you guys reminder. are such an important part of an intimate moment between mm -hmm. two people so when you give a gift it's an intimate moment it's either for a celebration or something sad or something beautiful and I feel like being able to be a part of those intimate moments must be so special Absolutely. it's just like a way like for, I mean one of the other reasons we started this was when we graduated from college we our entire community back to community completely disbanded they all went to grad school all over the country and all over the world and it's so hard from going to like watching the bachelor every monday at someone yes. katie mitchell's apartment to literally five different time zones and you know people's parents are getting sick and people are getting engaged and you really want to be there for people mm -hmm. even when you can't physically be there and those relationships matter and they change and evolve through your life but they still matter and they take maintenance and so for us it's really special to help people maintain those personal relationships and it's exciting for us to help them maintain professional ones on the corporate side in new and more meaningful and authentic ways than has been previously done. I wish I knew about you guys when I was getting married. <laughs> I know. I would have oh, so done the bridesmaids gift through oh, you guys. I love when people mm -hmm. do bridesmaids. They go, we just, I walked through the warehouse the other day and a girl bought, like, I think she had like 12 bridesmaids and she built the most beautiful gifts for Aww. the wedding day to be waiting for them. Oh, that's so Oh, cute. my. I was like, this is a bridesmaid. Like, 
Oh my God. They were cute. Our big box. And it was just filled with goodies for each of these girls. I was like, that's cool. That's a cool brand. That, that, that's a cool brand. That's a cool brand. Right <laughs> I created there. my own boxes for bridesmaids gifts. We were, the, a we, did a, we did a, we did a, you know, it's, we want to make it easier and, it does take time and you probably don't did still spend a lot of money on that. And it's, I always tell people you'll spend more if you do it yourself, even though you think you're not going to spend more. No, you spend more. Even not even in costs in time and, Mm -hmm. and your efforts. It's just like, exactly. Ridiculous. Searching everything. Okay. Before we let you plug yourself, um, I just want to tell you guys, and I didn't, I obviously knew you two were brilliant, like capable, (laughs) hardworking women, but I am really blown away. No, can I like second that? I, I was just, thinking the same thing. How brilliant so you guys are! Impressed, <laughs> yeah, about your brilliance, your intentionality, how calculated you two are is, about everything yeah. about your business. I don't know what uh, why I didn't think I would be so blown away by you two, but I just want to let you guys know, like. Oh, thank you. Brilliant. That's I'm really, blushing. really genuinely yeah. nice. Yeah. Thank you. I was, I was literally thinking. <laughs> I was like, I need to tell these like, ladies this. These girls <laughs> are fucking smart. Yeah, you guys are rad. Yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. Okay, thank tell everyone where they can find Boxbox. You can find Boxbox at shopboxbox.com or on Instagram at shopboxbox. Beautiful. Beautiful. Everyone, head on over to the website and make yourself a bomb ass package. Bom- and you can send it to us. If you yeah, want. you can send it to us. We're accepting. <laughs> gifts. We're accepting. We're accepting. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, know. you, so Thank you guys. Thank you guys. Yes. So lovely to chat with you. All right, sister. Love you. Love you. Follow us at uh, at. Uh, <laughs> oh, there you go. At OKSIS okay, podcast. Hopefully, you know our Instagram. And love you. See you guys next week. <laughs>